Hello there. On this glorious, glorious Sunday. Oh. House of Nerd. Good evening. <laughs> How are you, sir? Whew. Tired. Took me a minute to get on because we have an insane person in the house. <laughs> is it uh, the insane person that I saw earlier in the video? It is. Oh, my God. It was goodness. like, oh, yeah, it's bedtime. <laughs> and uh, the tiny little pterodactyl was like, running, screaming her face off, and goes <laughs> like, like blowing raspberries at us like that. She is she is extra. And she's uh, supposed to be sleeping right now. But we've resigned ourselves essentially to I don't care if you sleep, just be in here. Just in the room. Yeah. I could support that. Exactly. Exactly. I can support that here. <laughs> I don't. I don't care if you are sleeping, <laughs> because as soon as, as soon as she gonna... shuts her fucking mouth for like two seconds, then mm-hmm. she passes out. But she's out. But yep. until she passes out, she is a living nightmare. <laughs> oh no, he. I won't say living nightmare. He's just. He he's just so tired. He's yeah. so tired right now that it's just you know, like it's a funny thing that like before you become a parent, people tell you like, Oh, you'll know what their cries mean, right? No, like I always was like, That's garbage. Like that's not true. <laughs> like you don't know that. Yeah, um, come on. Right. And now now today I one hundred percent one hundred percent those people are right. Like you, you grow to learn. Like he today was just, just he's teething and he's, you know, he's going through a lot. He's going through, he's going to have surgery on Tuesday for his ears a Mm. lot. And, um, yeah, he looked at at me this afternoon and just kind of gave like a half, like a, oh, I was like, you need a nap. You're like, I know, buddy. I know. (laughs) That's, that's life. I see you. (laughs) I was like, Let's go. Let's go upstairs and turn the lights out and see what happens. <laughs> sure enough, click. <laughs> sure enough, it was like flipping a switch. Wouldn't you know it? He was in fact tired. So. <clears throat> yeah, the uh, bug bug is like bug is our easy kid. Like, mm-hmm. oh my goodness, like that that kid where it's like, oh my god, I'm like frustrated out of my mind if it takes him longer than like. 45 seconds to sleep because my brain has blocked out these like four hour marathons that we would do with her. It just, just, I, I mean, I was blasting through audiobooks. <laughs> it was like at an unreal clip. Uh-huh. Like, I, I made, I did the, uh, like we've talked about the 12 book challenge thing. I made my way through like five of them um, until she was like, we're we're like, I I don't I don't give a shit what you do. Just just shut the fuck up and stay <laughs> in there. Like I don't care. Like <laughs> yep. I can hear her now. Like I have the monitor turned on real low. Yeah, she's in there getting after it. Oh man! So so that's fun. Um, <laughs> it is. That sure is. Um, well, I you know it. 
I just sort of resigned myself to when he'd like, if he doesn't fall asleep in the first 10 minutes, when I get him in there, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to be in here for an hour. Like that's, yeah. just, that's just, it is what it is. But anyways, but, <sighs> um, Oof. we're back. Yeah. We're back, baby. <laughs> Beard. Uh, it's, it's been what? 11 days. since we It has been, back. it has been too long. We have, and I am actually long. like in a vaguely functional state, which is good because I was not able to actually speak. Uh, up until like two days ago, oh, man. like there was no, there was no talking. I am convinced that the stand has begun and we just don't know. That book scared <laughs> the living shit out of me. That, That's because that it's a documentary of the future. There is no reason <laughs> that 12 year old me should have ever been reading that book. Um, <laughs> that, that was a bad decision on my part to read that book. But I tell you what, that it's a great book, but I mean, it's like something like, 1200 pages or something like that longer it it was the longest book i think i've ever read it was just stupid long like but one of my favorite books Mm -hmm. i was actually just talking about it with a friend tonight it's it's he was like i've never heard of or seen any he's like i've never seen or read anything that was stephen king and i was like not even shawshank it's like well i've seen shawshank like okay so that's stephen king yeah, that's that's Stephen King. But nobody, <laughs> like nobody, knows that. Like Green Mile, most people don't know Stephen King. Uh, what is it? Uh, Hearts Hearts of Atlantis with uh, Anthony Hopkins. Most people don't know that Stephen King. It's a weird Stephen King, though. When you think yeah. about the rest of his stuff, you know, like Stand by Me is Stephen King. That's, I didn't know that actually. Is that true? I am. But is a Stephen King novel? Wow. Yeah, I think it's a Stephen King short story. Um, I don't know if it's. A short... He did the movie. Hmm. Sometimes research sounds like typing. Sometimes it does. Um, Are you typing? In the interim, I guess what I can do (laughs) is tell everybody, um, welcome back to House of Nerd. Um, We're so freaking thrilled to be back and doing this. Um, For those of you that did reach out, we tried to kind of give you a little bit of a a synopsis. Yeah, it's it's based on a song, or a song, a book, a novella called The Body. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense because, you know, that's where that famous line, uh, you guys want to see a a dead body um, comes from. But yeah, yeah, just uh, a little bit to catch everybody else up. Um, We we obviously the last time we talked to you to everybody, we're like, oh, well, we'll be back, you know, Um, obviously, you know, we we've had a couple illnesses in the house. And um, as you can probably tell, we are. you know, we were a little, we were a little banged up, a little, a little bruised up. We were a game time decision, if you will, in football speak. Um, <laughs> just, we needed a week. We needed a week on the DL, and um, we're back now. I think we're uh, better I'm, than ever. Better than ever. Um, rip, raring, and ready to go. Um, and I'm, I don't know about you, Snark, but I'm like, I have fucking hot. <laughs> like we, we've been texting, but you've also, you know, you've yeah. been on vacation. But like it's not been like uh right. you know we've thing we've been we've been busy you've been busy we've been busy and it's just our time to my wife even my wife was even like when is the last time you guys recorded and I was like I think it was Memorial Day it's been, or it was it's, been Day. it's been too long but as Ranch Wilder would say all I can say is it's about time it is about time and we picked a hell of a week to come back and talk Oof. about. Star Wars. I know we're gonna uh, mull through this one. We huh? sure are. Huh? Huh? Uh, that was nicely done. That was that was nicely done. 
there's a lot to talk about. Um, obviously, there's been some stuff that has happened over the last couple of weeks. Um, but I did want to just pick. I have two stories here um, for us to dive in on. Maybe, maybe. Well, I, I would say three stories because. Outlaws, Let's see where the night takes us. Outlaws was announced today. We um, still, we still have to. Well, not us. Uh, me and my wife still have to watch Jurassic Park tonight. Ooh, because, exciting. fun fact, it is the 30th anniversary. Is that is that today? Yeah, you want to feel old? Yeah, I do. It's like the 30th anniversary weekend. Oh, wow. Uh, so we're going to try and watch that. Either that or we're going to watch the second episode of Silo, which so far is phenomenal. I have um, stayed away from that. I, it's it's very good. I did not like the book. I really did not like the book. The book. Well, it's, see, there's my first problem. Uh, did not know it was a book. So I'm one step ahead of the head. It's uh, written by Hugh Howie, I believe. Um, and yeah, Wasn't he and the boys. Oh no, that was Huey. That was Huey. No, it's called Silo. Um, yeah, well, that makes sense. It's it's a trilogy. Like, do you ever start a book and you're like, I really don't want to finish this thing, but like, yes. I have to because I paid for it and like. Oh, I was going to say a lot of the books I had to read in school. Um, So for the kids who are listening to this in the future, schools used to have books, and you could read them. Um, Even if if your parents disagreed, you know, with with one word in the book. Right, there were these things called libraries. Teachers would still go and make you read them, even though you didn't agree with everything. It was wild. Yeah, by the time you're hearing this, it's possible that the only book that with... uh, stuff that you're allowed to read is going to be the bible the bible um, so. <laughs> anyways and we're moving and we're walking and we're walking so um real quick let me let, let's dive into these stories and then let's talk about um the, the he who shall not die ever apparently in the star wars universe um <laughs> So a couple weeks ago, Snark, we talked about uh, Ray Stevenson, Ahsoka. Um, mm-hmm. Just to get this out of the, out there, uh, Secret Invasion is starting in two weeks from right now when we are recording. Um, Ooh, so all right. I didn't even know that. Just to clarify, we will be watching Secret Invasion. Uh, we talked about this a few weeks ago. That is the next show on our list. So we will do this episode and then two more episodes of Rebels. And that will bring us up to Secret Invasion. Um, so, if you were dying to know, now you now you know. Um, I I was. Well, I I mean I didn't know, so I'm glad I'm glad I know now. I'm glad you listen when I talk to you. That is that is definitely. Oh, don't worry, I'll forget. You're gonna be like, we're talking about Secret Invasion, and I'll be like, we're doing what? <laughs> uh, cool. Well, Let's do this. There's been some speculation. We speculated about Ray Stevenson's character. Um, he appeared in the first trailer. Uh, we know his name is Balaam Skull, and that his apprentice is named Shin Hati, um, and that they have not red orange lightsabers, but or not red lightsabers, but red orange lightsabers, um, which kind of was a giveaway that perhaps maybe these guys are not entirely inquisitors, not entirely Sith, um, you know, not not sure who they are or where they come from. Um, but there's a story out there on Den of Geek written by Brianna Ahrens. And it's a good, it's a good article. We'll link to it in the notes. Um, but this week, Empire Magazine did their Ahsoka spread. Um, and that they have confirmed now that ba- Balin Skull, 
uh, his character is he was around in the prequel trilogy. So he survived the traumatic events of order 66 um, became a mercenary, not an inquisitor and was later hired by grand Admiral Thrawn as an enforcer. Um, so my hopes for Joris Saboth have died. Um, this is not Joris <laughs> Saboth's clone. Um, he's not an inquisitor. I love that. I love that we're getting a different kind of Jedi, um, like a mercenary type Jedi. I think that is, that is a cool development in this universe. I'm really, really excited about that as a part of the universe. Frankly, um, I'm excited to know that he has been around um, for, you know, quite a while. So this is somebody who's not, they're not doing something, you know, they're not falling into the same tropes, right? We're, we're getting different stuff, which I yeah. appreciate. Um, and I like that a lot. Um, so obviously we did talk about this as well, um, but I feel like it's important to note Ray Stevenson, who did pass, tragically um just a few weeks ago um you know rest in peace to ray stevenson uh, and you know we'll get to to learn a little bit more about this character and his awesome work um in the star wars universe in, in just a couple weeks now um i think we're looking at august yeah for ahsoka so, oh, cannot come soon enough yeah that's gonna be our end of uh end of summer treat um so thankfully they got this all finished before the writer strike um, because that would have been just Ooh, a tragedy kick to the boys if they had just decided to, um, they had decided to push this back because of the because of the writer strike yeah um, so uh, moving on uh, snark just a quick dive into the Marvel universe here um, Captain America 4 um, has officially changed its title um, it I is did now- see this. Captain America 4, Brave New World. Um, and Marvel has announced six main cast members of the movie. And I'm Elderly gonna... Hulk. <laughs> I'm going to give them to you here. Um, Anthony Mackie, obviously. Uh, Makes sense. Playing Sam Wilson. Um, and it also says, a.k.a. Captain America. Um, so I think that's important to note that he is going to carry the, the mantle. Uh, Harrison Ford is playing Thaddeus Thunderbolt. Ross, um, who is a very, very well-known Marvel uh, Universe comics character. Um, so I'm excited to see, you know, Thunderbolt back in the universe. Um, Carl Lumbly, who you might remember from Falcon and Winter Soldier, he will be playing, uh, he will be playing Isaiah Bradley, the first super soldier, um, the ex-super soldier. Um, so I'm excited to see him back. Really liked that part of the, the Falcon and Winter Soldier storyline, so I'm really excited to see where that goes. Um, Danny Ramirez, also Falcon and Winter Soldier. He is playing uh, Joaquin Torres. Um, this is the guy we speculated uh, might be the new Falcon um, based on the way that things have taken a turn in yeah. the comic series. Uh, Tim Blake Nelson, who you do definitely know um, if you don't know the name, um, Tim Blake Nelson is guy. You're gonna look at this guy and be like, "I know him. I've seen him." <laughs> um, jumps off the page for me. This is he was in uh, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Um, mm-hmm. Fantastic actor, uh, playing Doctor Samuel Stearns. Um, and he actually, fun fact: uh, this is his first appearance in the Marvel Universe since 2008. Uh, he was in The Incredible Hulk which I did not know because I have <laughs> burned that movie out of my memory. Um, and then finally, Shira, 
uh, wolf playing character named Sabra. Um, she is the first Israeli superhero um, in the Marvel Universe. So cool. I that's cool. Super, super excited to see who she's going to be. I have no idea, no clue what she's going to do or who she's going to be. So the world is her wish. Um, I did want to point out, um, just kind of in a passing way, there are a couple rumors um, that this might be the Serpent Society might appear in this movie. Um, so there are they are rumored to will also possibly see Julia Louis Dreyfus um, as the wonderful Val um, Val Valencia Allegra de Fontaine. I know I butchered that. Um, hey, sounds good to me. Also, um, Seth Rollins of WWE fame has also confirmed that he is going to be in this movie. Um, in what role? No idea. Um, but I can suspect <laughs> he will be uh, probably playing a muscled version of the Serpent Society or a character of the Ser- Serpent Society. Um, and then there's speculation here that Don Cheadle uh, Don Cheadle's James Rhodes might make an appearance. Um, so that was a lot of words, Snark. Um, I'm on board. Anybody, anybody jumping off the page there? Anybody you're super excited about? Anything that, you know, just... We knew I'm, some of that. I'm actually right. weirdly excited for uh, for Harrison Ford to be Red Hulk. Excitement. But, I mean, I, I like the Red Hulk in the comics. So interesting i think it could definitely be interesting um truthfully i i don't know you know i don't know that we'll get that but i would love that very much um i'm just excited to see harrison ford you know appearing in things again uh brave new world comes out (laughs) in may of 2024 um snark the last item of news is also going to be happening in 2024 this week uh, today, in fact, almost as if they knew we were going to be recording tonight. Um, Perfect. Microsoft and Ubisoft revealed a cinematic trailer for their new Star Wars game, open world, open uh, open world concept called Star Wars Outlaws, um, which I am so <laughs> Star Wars thirteen thirteen. So, and if they can avoid, that's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> If they can avoid the fucking nonsense that I'm experiencing in Jedi Survivor right now, that would be fucking swell. Because <laughs> I have hit so many glitches that are keeping me from platinuming this game that I'm ready to throw something out the window. <laughs> I, Namely, the game. This game looks. This looks like. This looks like what would happen if Doctor Afra got her own series on, uh, like her own. Her own- Oh my god, wouldn't that be sick? This looks like Dr. Afra. One of the main characters on the cover of the the video game itself, that looks like a battle droid, like a B1 battle droid um, in a trench coat, which is... (laughs) Already already worth the price of admission. Let's be be real. Yeah, I don't know what to expect, but I'm super pumped about this. Like, the trailer alone was just bonkers bananas. (laughs) Uh, it looks like this could be very 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 cool Um, I I will say we are going to get something tomorrow on Monday June 12th there's a 
more footage is expected to be released tomorrow by Ubisoft. This game is going to come very, very quickly. Um, so, I mean, we're, we're going to get this. This is going to be on in our hands before too long. Um, all we know now is that it's set between the events of Empire and Return of the Jedi. Ooh. You're going to get to explore distinct, distinct planets across the galaxy, iconic and new. Uh, the main character's name is Kay Vess, uh, who is an emerging scoundrel seeking freedom that means and the means to start a new life, along with her companion, Nyx. Please, um, please tell me we're going to get the Bounty Hunter Wars in a video game. I think that's, that's very possible, because the, the last line is, fight, steal, and outwit your way through the galaxy's crime syndicates as you join the galaxy's most wanted. I, I'm so in. I'm that so that in. screams. Like, have, you, have you read that series yet? Yeah, I have. Okay. So that's... That is what I hear when I hear this game, that you're going to be a, essentially a bounty hunter between Empire and Jedi. I think that is, this This has the potential to be the new Knights of the Old Republic, right? Like this is, the, that's what people have been screaming for years and yeah. bring them back. And I think we might be getting it. This, this might be it, honestly. Um, and I- And then they're going to release it to EA and it's going to be a goddamn nightmare. <laughs> and they're going to micro, they're going to microtransaction the hell out of this. Um, I'm not going to lie. They, they have done it. They did a very good job. I think it's, I think it was EA that has done Jedi Survivor. I think it's an EA game. Um, it might. Anyway, it's, it's very good. I'm just very frustrated now after pouring in a decent amount of time and getting to literally four achievements left only to find that I can't complete them because the game is bugged beyond belief. <laughs> Like you can't complete the bounty missions. Oh man! Like, uh, I'm be... like that's that's a big deal <laughs> in a, in a game where an achievement is literally about the bounty missions, and you yeah. can't complete the the bounty missions. Like that's a whole. There's a whole achievement for it. The thing that you want to do. The whole yeah. thing that you want to do. And two two achievements are tied to it because some of the bounties you have to scan to complete another task. You know, like. This is bullshit. This is the war. <laughs> so, so anyway, I'm only vaguely salty because this, like, I, I played for a couple hours today, and this is this is what I did. Yeah, that's true. I think I did send you this this actual trailer while you were playing uh, Survivor today. Yes, because I think I sent back a grisly <laughs> image of a stormtrooper strung up like fucking Hannibal Lecter the droid lived in there you did and it horrifying yes it was it was potentially the darkest thing I saw um which just it's pretty fucked up it was pretty fucked up yes it was I'm not gonna lie I'm not gonna lie well Snark we fired through those three stories fairly quickly um but I feel like it might be time to go talk about visions and voices um are you are you yes. ready to talk about visions and voices? I am. Let's take a trip to Dathomir. Oh my god. What an episode. This this is I didn't realize we were on the episode where we got introduced again to Now the we're pod racing. Oh my god. Yeah, to this the to so the Darksaber, good. to Maul, to where Dathomir? It's, I mean it's, the, it's like Ezra is is losing his mind a little bit, but mm-hmm. not uh, I mean, 
I don't have we seen Bendu up to this point, or is this? Yes. Yeah, we've okay. seen Bendu. Before. So this is not first hack at Bendu. No, no. Boy, I it just the casualness, the casualness of Bendu just popping up out of the ground and being like, "Hey, what's up?" Like behind you. <laughs> that that, that whole part great. of like, oh shit. <laughs> I'm like what a dick! <laughs> I, I loved that scene. Where he's like, "Don't look behind." I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, Bendu's got a sense of humor. <laughs> uh, oh, look at those gray Jedi joking. Oh man, I just everything about this episode was really, really great to me. Like, I loved the action. I forgot that the Dathomirian witches, like, I don't, I don't know how to say it, but like, they, I guess, possess. Kanan or, or Kanan and Sabine. I thought that was great. Yeah. I, I thought that whole that whole deal was great. Honestly, like everything about this was just very, very fun. Like I I love the way that they played with time at the or, or with like is is Ezra losing his mind at the very beginning of this episode. Right. I, that was great. And I mean it, it just I guess we should start at the beginning because that's a good place to start. Um that is indeed what they they tell us in the Alpine Mountains. Um, I think that's the correct reference. It is. It is. I love the fact that I just made a Sound of Music reference, and you got it. Um, <laughs> Hell yes. <laughs> Visions and Voices, um, episode 11 of season three, uh, written by Bosco Nyang. Um, Bosco Ang, maybe. Uh, or written by Brent Friedman, directed by Bosco Nyang. Uh, guest starring Tom Baker, Sam Witwer, Meredith Salinger, and Anna Graves. This is an absolute brilliant 24 minutes of TV, 22 minutes of TV. A triumph, you might say. <laughs> it set off, I remember now very clearly that this sets off a really good arc of this show. Because I think where we end up is we next week, I think we're going to go see Obi-Wan. Um, and I just... I. Go ahead. Sorry, I'm going to cut you off. So that, I, I said yes. I'm pretty sure you're correct. Oh, I'm running into sorry. some internet issues because AT and T fucking garbage. Uh, okay. So, so that's that's what well, you're that's what you're hearing is AT and T sucks. Yes, it does. Um, I like the way that I like the way that they explained why. Ezra is seeing and hearing Maul, like why that's all going on. Like the fact that he has an explanation for, you know, like something is up. Like the last time we messed with these, these holocrons, like, you know, we basically left a part of each other in each other's minds. Um, Just something I've never, I don't think we've ever played with that before in the universe, which I thought it was really cool to see just something kind of different. Um, And I, I really liked the fact that they kind of made you think for a second that, that Ezra might actually be going crazy. Um, he almost kills that, uh, that, that soldier on the base. The poor random dude. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine like you're just doing your job and your ally, like almost murders you with a lightsaber. Um, I can, what? because you know, as, as you know, good soldiers follow orders. <laughs> they do. They do. So indeed, I I think I can probably gonculate gonk, um, what happens when you're just like bebopping around with your bros, and then one of them goes, 
Uh, you gotta fucking die. <laughs> um, Donkey Lake. Excellent reference, sir. Um, no, I, I, you know, you kind of talked about it a little bit, but I, I like the fact that they, everything about the preamble on this episode, all of the little stuff, right? Like the meeting with, with Bendu, like the, hey, you know, we have a mission for you. Like all of that stuff kind of tied into one storyline. Like last two weeks we've been doing Rebels, it's been one storyline, but it's been like a straight singular like point of view. Like it was right. the, what was it? The fighters, uh, the squadron, the kids that was fighting the Imperial freighter or whatever. Like it, that is what it is. Like it, it's just a self-contained episode, right? Or, I mean, you, you talk about like sabotaging the AT-ATs. Like that's, that's cool and it moves the story forward a little bit. This felt like a giant step forward and more. Like this was a step forward and like right. This things- is the this is the one giant leap for mankind. Exactly. Exactly. Like even like I think up to this point we have talked to Bendu a little bit, but I don't know that we've ever actually had like this much interaction or like leadership from Bendu. Where Bendu was like, Hey, yeah, something is actually wrong. I told you not to fuck with those things because that shit can't happen. Um, and like that's he talks about you know Ezra talks about hey how you know using the the holocron comes with a price and I I, looking back on it now like it was 100% really nice foreshadowing about the price that ultimately is going to you know be asked of of Maul and and ultimately uh, Ezra at the end of this episode Um, and just yeah, that you you pay you pay them in blood. Yeah, I I don't want to jump ahead. I'm sorry. I, I know I'm jumping all over the place, but I just I really appreciated the way that this story flowed. Like it was quick. Like you don't feel like at any one given time like you're wasting time. You know what I mean? Like it's not. There's no unnecessary. There's no right. Which is I mean unusual because it it has been you know, fairly brisk storytelling, but it's, you know, some of it's kind of been, all right, like, let's, let's go. Yeah. It just, it felt important. It felt like there was a reason for these things to happen. Like I not, we're not just killing time until we get to something big. Like I, I do appreciate that they did call out the, like, why does, why does Ezra always feel like he makes a de- can make a deal with with Maul? Why does he always trust Maul? Right. I like the fact that they kind of let Kanan be like he doesn't trust Maul. Like it's not that he you know he's not trusting him. He's trying to he's trying to make something happen, um, which I thought was a, a nice I don't I I think he's weirdly weirdly drawn to him. You think so? Yeah. Okay. I mean that's that's the whole. Like he has, he essentially has two masters, right? Okay. Like there, there is dark. There is the capability for dark in Ezra, uh, and that's, I mean, that's one of the, the mysteries, right? Like, does he does he come back dark side? Like, does he stay light side? Is he, you know, more more on the balance? Like, what what's going on with with him? Uh, I guess that's one of the you know one of the questions that we've talked about a couple of times, but I, I think it's it still speaks to that the, the the angel and the devil on the shoulder kind of thing where you've got Kanan trying to go, dude, d- no, d- follow, follow the light, like follow the light, follow the light. 
and then you have Maul, who's like, no, this is my apprentice, and they're fighting over whose apprentice he is. Well, I, I think he's kind of both, because he's drawn to both of those things. I do love that Maul keeps calling him his apprentice. Like, Yeah. And also, this is the same asshole who still trusts Hondo. So, um, fair. Let, let's be let's be real. Not a great judge of character. Fair point. That is that is a fair point. Um, I just, I think they let they let oh, Sabine be the voice of the audience there in that moment of like, why are we doing this? Right? Like, why do we continually do this with Maul? We know he's you know it's the curse. Your sudden yet benev- uh, inevitable <laughs> betrayal. Like you, we know you're going to screw us over. We know it's just a matter of time before, you know, what, what secret evil plan do you have up your shoulder? And like, he did have something, you know, and at the very tail end, he does definitely screw over everybody. Right. And darts off on his ship to leave them, you know, with the, the consequences of, of his actions. As, as one does. As the Sith, or I guess he's not Sith. <laughs> First, um, your sudden but inevitable betrayal, as you as you say. <laughs> I do, I do love the fact that he has a definitive point of view and a definitive mission that he is going to. He wants to end the Sith. He wants revenge for what happened to him. Right. So literally, the revenge to the Sith. Exactly. I like that he was screwed over by you know Vader and by Palpatine, and he is not seeking to replace Vader. Like I, I did all. I've always really liked the way they took his character. I know there is a lot of criticism for bringing him back after you literally cut him in half. I don't know why. I was just thinking about that, and I'm like, that. I think that's that's brilliant. Like, is he's he was one of the he was Snoke before Snoke was there. Yeah. Like, is just this dude who just sees this kid in the desert and goes, "Fuck that kid!" Like, he didn't know that was Anakin. He just chose to try and run down a random kid in the desert on a motorcycle. <laughs> like, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, <that's> <laughs> which true. I still think is hysterical, true. <laughs> by the by. It's <laughs> like, fuck you, specifically. You're like, why? You're like, because. Look, you know why. <laughs> we've all been driving our car. I mean, I'm, maybe I'm the only one that I'm about to admit to this, but I can definitely say, <laughs> like, when you're trying to get somebody somewhere and, like, you know, that asshole on a bike is riding in the middle of the road and you're like look dude you are not a motor vehicle I have had the thought I'm like you know if I just open my door real quickly like I can just keep driving I can just keep driving like it'll be okay um, I don't know that I should you know say that and then put on this podcast um, but I did I think, you're a, I think your attorney would probably disagree <laughs> but I your attorney's going shh <laughs> but I have never actually opened pending litigation <laughs> <laughs> no uh, <laughs> obviously i'm joking for those that are you know that that's i mean that's i'm joking or for legal I, reasons or i'm am joking I, am i joking um you're not rich enough to make jokes like that i'm not i am not um, you're you're not you're not have classified information <laughs> just with you on the fucking bus I, uh, rich i don't keep classified documentation in my bathroom stacked up like a dickhead no you are right i don't do that <laughs> um but anyways um where were we anyway mall yes running down mall in the desert yeah but he was one of those characters where it's like 
I feel like he was Snoke before there was Snoke. Yeah. And everyone was like, wait, what the fuck? That's it? Like, what a cool character. And you just wasted him? Like, he just... Like, yeah. Like, like, got crushed and, <laughs> like, defeated in two seconds? Oh, okay. Cool. Like, Literally. that was a really neat character. I wish we could have seen more about him. Absolutely um, cut him in half. And yeah. And dump him down a garbage disposal. So it's, it's like, there is there is precedent for Snoke. <laughs> there is. And now the same people who are complaining about Snoke are the same ones who are like, oh my god, I love it so much. I love those prequels. I love Maul. And you're like, no, Maul, Maul died fast. Mm-hmm. Like, real, real fast. No, yeah. So, died, like, like, so I, I love that they brought him back, and I like the way they brought him back. Um, I am I am very excited for Tatooine. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, I mean, as soon as he's he saw the two sons, it's like, I know exactly where I'm going. I am of two minds on this. Um, and and I, I guess my only complaint about this, if I'm being honest, is, and I know this is, this is a very, we've said this before, I just hate that everything always comes back to Luke. I, I, I know there's a specific reason for that. I know that is the story we're telling. I get it. I just... For now. This is my criticism. This is my criticism of this part of the universe is that everything ties back to Luke and, and Palpatine. And I think moving forward, I mean, hell, look at the video game that was just announced today. It has nothing to do with Vader or Luke or... Mm, that you know of. Okay. Right now that I know of. <laughs> um, that, yeah. Oh. Right now there is hope. <laughs> There is, but I mean, I think we've said this time and time and time again on this podcast is that we want other characters, we want other yeah. stories, we want... Honestly, that's my biggest complaint about Jedi Survivor is that, I mean, I don't know if this is really spoilers or not at this point, but uh, Vader's in it again. And you're like, God damn it. Uh, like, like, why? You could have done so much. Like, why does Vader have to keep showing up? He doesn't. He, I, okay, I'll say in that. the most obnoxious boss fight, like it was just stupid, frustrating. Like not fun, frustrating, just just dumb. Like I like I was mad at the end of it. I will say this. All right, so watching watching the, I'm watching the, the trailer for the video game today, the open source, the outlaws, right? And I'm like, the beginning of that trailer opens up on a space battle, and it looks like you're fighting the Empire versus the Rebellion. To me, it did. Um, there's a really cool scene with like a Krillian Corvette like crashing literally into an Imperial Star Destroyer. I was like, "Ooh, this looks badass!" Like I'm in. I want to fight that space battle. But then the rest of the trailer, to me, has nothing that you would look at and say that's familiar, right? Like I don't see. You see a I think you see a shot of stormtroopers, um, but everything else is. It looks like new planets, new vistas, and I'm like, this is it. This is them doing what I've been asking them to do. They're placing characters and stories and games and actions in the universe that are not tied to the Empire, not tied to the Rebellion, like that kind of thing. And I, I like that. I think that is we need more of that, not less of that in this universe. Yes. But by the same token, I fell into this trap myself where I'm like, oh man, like I know the Stormtroopers. I know the Empire. Like why... I'm missing well because with, without them, like what, what is Star? What is, like it's just another sci-fi thing. Like you don't have any, you don't have any schema to latch onto. 
So you're going, oh, this is, I mean, this is a cool generic sci-fi yeah. game. Yeah. And I, I, that's the thing. So I, I, I can honestly say, look, I mean, I get it. I get why they do that. I fully appreciate why they do that. And I'm, you know, I think it just takes time. I mean, what, what differenti- differentiates Star Wars from, spa- you know, Starship Troopers? What gives Star Wars? Bugs. Yeah, lightsabers. The Force, <laughs> right? I mean, that's... That, uh, I mean, you know what I'm trying to say here, and yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to belabor this point. I I did but. see a fun theory today about who is uh, who is going to be that new Inquisitor type person in Ahsoka, and that there is a rumor that could be the canon version of Starkiller. That would be different. I I would be on board. I think people would lose their fucking minds over it. They would be like, no, this isn't the Star Killer. We need the ultimate Mary Sue. Um, I don't hate that. I really no, I, I think it'd be cool. I, I'm on. I'm on board. I I think that would be cool. I'm, Honestly, I'm in. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I think you and I have definitely talked about this, but I mean, Star Killer is has been floating around in the games for forever. Um, so to have you know Star Killer, Star Killer has been around since like Force Unleashed. Right. Yep, that he is the character in Force Unleashed. I would like to have him. I, I wouldn't mind seeing. I think that's a different kind of character, and I would be for it. I definitely could be for that. Um, you know, people are going to complain regardless, buddy. And like, right. I, I've just made peace with the fact that I'm like, you know what? I'm going to enjoy it. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy this because fuck it. Like, I this is this is the thing that I love. I mean, I'm right. literally sitting here. Like, this is this is what we're doing here. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like I, mean, I am, I am currently punching out tokens for a Star Wars game. <laughs> get on board or get off board. But like, I, I love this this series. I love this, you know, this. I love this fandom. I mean, as toxic as it is, I for a Star Wars Outer Rim. Huh? You play Star Wars Outer Rim. You play as a. It's essentially a pick up and deliver game where you play as a mercenary. You pick a mercenary and you're going through and like trying to. Uh, accomplish little bounties and make money and make your way through the star through the stars it's it's supposed to be awesome and i finally tracked down a copy i um i will tell you just just by the by since we're just you know the the people will not care about this but i am uh my wife and i have made some stylistic choices this weekend with my office Uh, and we are uh we're going to be changing things in here so uh i i have or I am in the process of selling my Peloton so that I can make uh, a different desk and some different spaces in here. Um, I'm looking at the way that this, I'm going to set the studio up as an home office studio. This is going to be completely badass by the time I'm done with it. I'm just, I can't wait to, I'll have, I'll have space to play games in here. Like I can <laughs> set up, I can set up Armada on the desk have enough time to play it. Um, well, I won't know if I'll have enough time to play, but I'll be able to at least leave it on the desk to play, um, which will be will be wonderful. A delight. I a space of my own, if you will. <laughs> when we when we did this, we were setting it up before uh, before my son was born, so it was just kind of like do get get it done. This was a thing to get done, and now I'm like had a year with him, and I'm like I need I need my space for my toys and my things, and like. We need to we need to reevaluate how things look in here. So I'm very excited once we get like all this stuff for the new computer setup has arrived except for the desk. I'm like we just need to get the desk here so we can so 
we can finalize this thing and really turn this into a professional kind of setup. Um, that is exciting. Very much so. It's like very much so, Sarah. But we are way off. I'm sorry. We, we are indeed off topic, but you know, but we digress. But kind of on topic, I guess. I, I don't know. No, that's def- true. Definitely off topic, but you know. On-ish. On kind it, of on topic. On adjacent, but um, I don't remember where we were or what we were talking about. Um, but I think... um, we were we were talking about the episode this week. <laughs> I think one of the things that I appreciated the most out of this episode was the fact that bringing back Maul, you gave him real gravitas as a character. He's not cardboard thin, and I, and I like the fact that Maul. That's the thing that this series did the best with Maul is that it created a real character, a real, you know, a real Deveronian with like motivation and feeling and obsessiveness. And you can feel in his voice, like Sam Witwer did such an amazing job as Dark Maul to like the point where you like every time, every episode Maul is in, he has at least one moment where you're like, that is unhinged. Like something is wrong with him and, and it's just, it's, it's so subtle, but then at the same time you hear it sneak in like, like occasionally where you're like, something's wrong with Maul. Like something isn't right here. <laughs> and I love the way they portray him this way because he, he's, you know, it's, it's, it's Dathomir, right? Like going back to Dathomir, like that's a, that's a place that, this looked nothing at all like what I expected to. to. Um, I, and I know you, we've talked about this before, but like Dathomir appears in like the courtship, uh, courtship of Princess Leia. Like that's a super, super old EU book. Like one of the very first ones. And, you know, Dathomir and the Dathomiri witches, like that's a thing that's been floating around in, in Star Wars for a while. But to get to see it this time and to see... You know, especially after we see what happened in the Clone Wars with the Dathomiri witches, and now you see, you know, like the aftermath of what's happened to that planet. Just, just so well done, right? Like, I just really appreciate the fact that it, it's not slapdash, it's not thrown together, it's put together, it's made. Like, it, you can tell there was real thought and intention put into this episode. And the way that it leads us into the next week's episode is just it fits like it's like a puzzle and it's coming together so nicely. And I just, I'm very much in love with this arc. I think it's just so well done. And, you know, we talk about, you know, the universe being in Filoni's hands and I'm like, when you see and have the reverence for the the things that he's done, like I do for, you know, rebels and the way that he did this, I'm so okay with where the universe is and where we're going. Like, I feel like he has, we're in very good hands with Dave Filoni. Like we, we, I, I just, I yes, want Ahsoka. for sure. I, I want Ahsoka so badly because I know he's going to do this in live action. But I, I right, know I, but it's it's exactly it's exactly what it needs to be. And I think that's that's the thing that I'm trying to that that's a much simpler and better way of saying what I was trying to say is that. This episode is is what it needs to be. It's it's good and it's meaningful and I I I, I even appreciate the Dath and Mary witches. Like I think the way that they brought oh they're them, fantastic. Like like they they are creepy as shit. 
but the lore of like, hey, they can't leave this, you know, the they can't leave the altar. Like you just have to go to this point and they can't follow you. Like just creative, right? Like I love the fact that Maul clearly knew way more than he was letting on. Like he knew what was up and he knew that he, you know, he once again is holding things back, not telling the full story. Right. And, and like, I just, I have an appreciation for the character of Maul. Like more and more, I, the more that they build him up here, it's almost disappointing when he actually does end up, you know, finally signing off for good. Um, because they just, this makes him such a better character than what we saw in Phantom Menace. Um, so. Right. I agree. But he's, okay. he's got some depth to him. He's got a little bit, a little bit more. Uh, f- fleshed out character instead of just the you're here to be a cool looking thing mm-hmm. and that's it like that's all you're here for I I think that's oh, I, I, I'm waxing very poetic tonight so I will stop um, but I think that <laughs> that's what he was initially is that he looks cool and then you give him all this more depth in the show and it just really builds him into the character that he ultimately can be. So I just, I, I love the fact, I, I love and hate the fact that at the end of this episode, we all know where we're going, um, is that we've got to go to, you know, we're, go, we're all back to fucking Tatooine. Because there's only three planets in this entire universe. And this is the most critical of all of them, and we always have to go to the same goddamn place. <laughs> but I did. Why wouldn't we? I did forget that this is how Sabine finds the Darksaber. Um, yeah, just like laying on the ground. <laughs> but I did, I, the one thing that I guess that I felt was a little bit different was here, she wields the Darksaber very easily. Um, and then... For now. In Mando, it's established that that is not an easy weapon to use. Yeah. So, uh, I, I don't know. Uh, that's a little... I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I just need to give it a little bit of time. I might have forgotten, you know, what might come for her. Um, but I love the fact that she just picks it up off the ground as something that belongs, you know, she should be, right. she should have. And it just happens to be, you know, she just picks it up off the ground. I, I don't know. <laughs> hey, what's this? I don't know if they were going for like a fate thing there or more of like, if this is just a happy accident that she finds this and picks it up. But it just found it felt at the same time cool and also a little bit um, like what the fuck, you know, like in that moment, I guess is kind of where I'm at. I think um, it, it's a little it's a little teaser of what we're gonna get. Yeah, that's fair. Um, all right, Snark. Well, I think that was everything. I'm just looking through really quick. I think that's everything that I wanted to talk about this week. Um, yeah, next week we are definitely, I think, going to be headed to Back to Tatooine, I think, next week. Um, are we? Next week is Ghost of Geonosis. Um, Maybe we're not there yet, but we are setting it up. We are setting up the confrontation. We're not, I don't know how soon yeah. it happens, but I'm, I, know it's, I know it's coming soon. Oh, no. You know what? We have the return of an old friend that's not Obi-Wan. God damn it, is it Hondo again? No, it's not. Thank God. Get the fuck no, out of here. It's a character that you and I both enjoy. Oh, good. Uh, we will get, we'll get a couple of old friends 
and some new friends uh, next. We had a two-parter um, next week, so Ooh. I think if you wanted to, Snark, and we'll kind of we'll play this one by ear, but it's a two-part episode. If you want to, just so we can cover a little bit more ground in Rebels, we could do a two-part episode next week and talk about it as one episode. Um, I think that's a I think that's a decent uh, decent idea. Depending on if we have time or not, I think we could we could make that work just so we could chew up a little bit more of, of Star Wars Rebels here. Um, because June 21st is coming relatively soon. Um, and that is... That is Facts. Secret Invasion is right around the corner. Um, so that's, you know, it's the big giant, giant in the room um, moving out there. And I, I can't wait. Um, I'm so excited for that show. I think I've been raving about it on this podcast for sometime six months now um so but anyways i digress um snark i think we're i think we're at a natural landing place anything else before we uh bring this puppy in for a, a landing i i don't think so i think the only thing i have is uh, ezra's recklessness like again where he's like i don't know how this is going to work out but fuck it let me take these two sabers and hack at this table he has the definition of hold my beer. Sometimes. Yeah, like, <laughs> YOLO. <laughs> like, Jesus, man. Like, uh, anything could have happened there, which I do also think it's kind of funny um, that in the, the Galaxy of Heroes game, like, there's actually a level where you go in and you have to attack the table. Is there really? Yeah. Like, so you're attacking the tables, so you're able to... Like, the table is what defeats the the witches and the level. And you have to like, kind of beat back all the witches, and then attack the table. And then once you destroy the table, then the witches stop respawning. That feels like it was stolen directly from this episode. Um, I, now that I like, now that I'm seeing this again, I'm like, this is stolen directly from this episode. It feels <laughs> but anyway, It was. It was good. Hey, look. You know what? As long as it's good reuse your stuff man like keep taking yeah. from your own your own library like why wouldn't you at this point honestly so exactly sure ip why you might as well use it so all right buddy well i think it's time to uh i think it's time to, to call this one an episode um it felt like uh felt like coming home i was glad we were able to get back and do this again um because i definitely have missed uh you know Getting the chance to get on here and talk with my buddy about some Star Wars so. feels like feels like coming home. Exactly, exactly. All right, bud. Well, I think it's time for the snark to take us out as he always does. May the force be with you. We'll talk to you guys next week. Have a great week, everybody. <laughs>